Hey everybody, my name is Joshua and this is the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the top three authors that were influencers in my life before I started my company. I'm so excited to share on this topic. Thank you guys for listening. Let's dive in. Okay, so there were three authors who were huge influences in my life before I launched out and started my company. The first is a pastor. His name is Craig Groeschel. He leads one of the largest churches in America, might be the largest church, Life.Church. The second is an insanely optimistic and crazy energetic guy. His name is Gary Vaynerchuk. He wrote a book called Crush It many years ago. He's got a new one out right now called Crushing It. Gary Vaynerchuk taught me so much about business and just pursuing your passions without worrying about what people actually thought of you. And the third guy that had a tremendous impact on my life was Timothy Ferris. Tim Ferris wrote a book called The 4-Hour Workweek. And I read this book while I was still employed in a cubicle land job. It changed my mentality in how I approached every day at my job. So let's ask the obvious question before we get started, which is why do you say that the influencers in your life before you started your company were all authors or a pastor? Why not family and friends and people who are super close to you? And what I'm gonna say is not to be disrespectful to my family and friends, but almost all of them didn't believe in me. In fact, I had one of my best friends in the world at the time who told me when I started my company that I was making a mistake. He said to leave a stable job and walk out and pursue a dream was just a fairy tale. And so what I had to do was go to outside sources to find the inspiration that I needed to, to even get some of the training that I needed so that I would be able to have the mentality that it takes to run a successful business, to be an entrepreneur and not be um, giving in to the negative influence around me. Now, to just caveat all of that, my buddy who told me at the time I was making a mistake, he tells me today that that was one of the greatest moments uh, that he ever witnessed when he told me I was making a mistake and I ended up going and doing it anyway. He gives me such respect today. I love him as a brother and we're all good. The moral of that real quick is when people don't believe in you, it doesn't mean that you should never be friends with them. But if people are going to continue to be negative influences in your life, then you need to remove that influence in the long term. So let's dive in. Gary Vaynerchuk wrote in Crush It this paragraph that tremendously impacted me, and I just want to read it to you first. It says, live your passion. What does that mean anyway? It means that when you get up for work every morning, every single morning, you are pumped because you get to talk about or work with or do the thing that interests you most in the world. This is gold. Gary talks so much about just letting go of your fear, stepping out and being bold, not letting people who are influential in your life hold you back from pursuing the dream. And he says that so many times people won't do what they're called to do because they're afraid at what others think about them. This is talking about living your passion. And ultimately, if you want to wake up every single day and do the thing that interests you most in the world, then you have to be willing 
willing to take a risk to get there. I absolutely love that. It was huge in my life. I didn't have a lot of the support system that I needed on an emotional level. And so when we began to make this choice to step away from a full-time stable job at a $100 million nonprofit and step into a new, completely new world that I had no idea what I was going to do, how I was going to pull it off, um, I would go back to the book and I would understand even more of what it meant to just develop that passion and let that speak out to what you wanted to do. And for me, it was to start a business. For some of my other friends, it was to actually leave starting a business and going to work for a stable job so they could have a stable income. I absolutely think that when you live your passion, you're going to be more fulfilled every single day. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. So Craig Groeschel was my pastor at the time when I lived outside of Nashville. One day he said that everyone ends up somewhere in life, but few end up there on purpose. I want you to think about this one because, uh, and I'm going to take the, like, sort of remove the faith aspect of this because that's really important to me, but I know many of you uh, just want to take things at face value, so let's just take this at face value. Everyone ends up somewhere in life, but few people end up there on purpose. You've often heard me talk about how to be intentional and how to set goals that are driving you somewhere. So many people end up in this mentality that, hey, I'm just going to go through life and as I go through, I'll choose the things that I enjoy. I'll choose some things over here that maybe are um, more entertainment. I'll do some things over here that are more job oriented or career oriented, but they don't really have a strategic outlook or a plan on where they want to go. And once I begin to develop that mentality, um, because for so many years, that's exactly what I did. I worked at a job, I poured everything into it, I gave my all, but I was never really focusing on what my career goals and what my dreams are. And any time that I would focus on that inside of the corporate world, I was immediately told, well, we, you got to tamper those expectations down because the only way to get a pay raise is if you leave our company and go work in another company. We don't really give you a giant raise for what you're worth and what your value is that you're bringing to us unless you leave and then come back. That's just ludicrous. And I can't stand that the world often does that. It's, it's usually in the corporate world. It, in the corporate world, it's usually the people that are not performing really great that end up getting promoted simply because they understand how to manipulate people into thinking that they're doing really great. So you've got to be intentional about where you want to end up. Because if you're not intentional, then you're just going to be going with the flow. And oftentimes that flow is not in your favor. The third guy we talked about was Timothy Ferris. And Tim Ferris wrote that book, The 4-Hour Workweek. I read this in my final months of my job. In fact, I was trying to find a way to not be there as many days of the week. And uh, I wanted to you know, do more work from home. I was commuting 45 to 55 minutes one way. And so almost two hours of my day would just be spent driving back and forth away from my family. I didn't like that lifestyle. I was working under a boss who was making my life hard for no reason at all. And so I was trying to find a way to sort of get my sanity back. And I came across this quote in Tim's book. And it says, for all of the most important things, the timing always sucks. 
Waiting for a good time to quit your job? Well, the stars will never align and the traffic lights of life will never all be green at the same time. The universe doesn't conspire against you, but it doesn't go out of its way to line up the pins either. Conditions are never perfect. Quote unquote, someday is a disease that will take your dreams to the grave with you. Pro and con lists are just as bad. If it's important to you and you want to do it, quote unquote, eventually, just do it and correct course along the way. He also said that people will choose unhappiness over uncertainty. Man, I tell you, first of all, like, that's good stuff. I mean, that just impacts me even reading it right now. I want to go out and make sure that I'm always pushing forward and I'm not letting conditions around me or a mentality of, oh, well, someday I'll get around to that turn into a someday I look back and I'm like, man, I never got around to that. You know, when you're in a situation where you're not completely fulfilled in your job, in your life, um, you're going to be unhappy. That's just a given. You're going to be unhappy no matter what you're trying to do outside of that situation. You can try and remove it. You can try and put it out of your mindset, but it's always going to be there just eating away at you. And that's part of what it means to be human. We just can't easily forget stuff, right? But... If you want to do something, you've got to just do it. You've got to step out. You've got to take the risk. You've got to pursue the dream. And then you begin to correct course along the way. When I think of this in the technology world, particularly around Facebook, Facebook has a great CEO, Mark Zuckerberg. He's got a lot of great ideas. And one of the things that he says that he tells his employees or they've got built into the core culture of Facebook is to keep shipping. And what he means by that is to keep shipping code or keep publishing code on Facebook even when it's not the most perfect code in the world. Why does he do that? Because he thinks that a product is only going to iterate to the best version of the product if you continue to push and push and push more code or more of your product out into the world. Two things that end up happening in this scenario is first, people are going to give you feedback. People are going to let you know if it's right or if it's wrong or if you've stepped out, start a business, clients or no clients is going to let you know if you made the right decision. The second thing is when you're putting yourself out there, you're pushing out, you're going to even understand what it is better that you want to do. Now, what I mean by this is you're going to be able to look at what you've produced or what you've created or what you're doing and say, okay, this is something over here that I really like. This over here I'm not super passionate about, so I'm going to make a decision. Do I continue to pursue the thing that I really like, the product that I created, uh, this thing about the product, or do I want to continue to try and do everything and combine it all together for just something I'm not super excited about. I think so many people will kind of tell you to always work on your strengths. And I think you have to balance that. But at the end of the day, you really do always have to pursue the things that you're great at. Um, I think it was even Craig Rochelle, who I mentioned earlier, he once said that um, you have to say no to things that are good in order to say yes to things that are great. I love that quote because it's exactly true, especially when you're looking at starting something, launching a dream, following your soul heart. 
Now, one of the things I want to back up a little bit and talk about is happiness. Tim Ferriss's quote about people will choose unhappiness over uncertainty. It's so true, but happiness is just a feeling. Um, fulfillment to me is a solution. Happiness is a feeling. Fulfillment is a solution. So let me unpack this. Fulfilling things that you're most passionate about doing in order to experience a joy that continues and doesn't end is the best way to pursue life, in my opinion. So many people want to just do the thing that makes them happy in the moment, but then a few days later, or weeks, maybe even a couple months later, they're doing things that are making them unhappy. So when you rest your happiness in things or how much money you're making or the relationships that you're building, then you're always going to be disappointed because in this business, people will disappoint you. Customers will definitely disappoint you. People are going to have things that they say to you that are critical. Maybe they're criticizing you. Maybe they're being negative and you have to have a tough exterior and you can't let your happiness be controlled by others. But we're human, right? So we're always going to be affected when people say negative things to us. You see this in the media all the time. Some celebrity or athlete does something or says something that people don't agree with, and then it just blows up in that person's face. They didn't even mean to say it in the way that they did. They just were maybe answering a real quick phone conversation for some reason or a real quick interview. And there's a sort of like a side note and then boom, it's the main story. And there's negative feedback all over the place. Those people, if they dwell on it, will become super, super unhappy, even though they're doing the thing that they love. So that's why I think you've got to be fulfilled. You have to be completely fulfilled in what you do. And when you pursue being fulfilled, you don't have to wait on happiness to catch up. You can be experiencing a joy that doesn't end. And that joy is what you internalize. The joy is what you exhibit. The joy doesn't get affected because you're doing the thing that you love to do every single day. When you wake up every day and do the thing you want, need to escape from what you do. You don't just need to get away from it all because somebody said something bad or negative about you. You can go into life pursuing your dreams, pursuing the things that make you tick and not be worried about what other people think. That's probably the hardest thing I've ever had to learn. I care deeply what people think. When I was growing up, I was often a people pleaser. You know, people would ask me to do something and I would do it. And if they didn't like what I did, well, then I'd go out of my way to make it right. When I started my company, it was the same way. When I started Soul Heart, I had a client who sent to me and we had a $300 project. I did the project. They didn't like it. And so I said, well, I'll fix it for you. And I went and I fixed it. They didn't like it. And we went through like three, four, five, six rounds of revisions until finally I got them something that they said was just pretty decent. They'll go with that for now. And we ended up revising it even more down the road. I invested so much time to make it right for that one client, and honestly, it was probably right in the second iteration. But because I was a people pleaser, I began to go way out of my way to make this person feel something about the product or the design at the time that I created. This is not a good way to do it. It's not a good way to live. You have to develop a tough exterior. You have to know your boundaries. You have to know when to say, okay, I think we've 
you've reached the end of what you've paid me to do. You can either accept my expertise or find somebody else who's a better expert or pay me to continue iterating until we find something that you enjoy. So these are the top influencers uh, that have made a tremendous impact in my life. Craig Groeschel, check him out, life.church. Gary Vaynerchuk, check him out as Gary V, V-E-E on YouTube. You're going to find so much content, a wealth of information. Um, go and get that book. Tim Ferriss, actually, he just wrote a book called The Tools of Titans. I've heard it's an incredible book where he's interviewed influencers and high achievers all over the world world. And I think that's probably going to be one of the next books on my own reading list. So I encourage you to go check it out. I'll put links in the bio here on SoundCloud. If you're looking on iTunes, be sure to go and check out Soul Heart Co. on Instagram. And thank you guys so much again for listening, giving me your attention. I can't wait to talk more on topics just like these. So if you have something that you want to hear, feel free to email me, josh at soulheart.co. That is .co. And let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. Let's send things back and forth to help you follow your soul heart. And until next time, this is episode three of the Follow Your Soul Heart podcast.